Good evening, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode 32 of Sodom and I. So today we are going to be talking about trust versus love and who we're supposed to apply each of those words to. So I want to start off by thanking God for speaking through my pastor and I thanking pastor for just relaying the message the way that in a way that all of us, you know, could have received it. Cause you know, sometimes when people say stuff, it might make sense to one person, but it don't make sense to another person. But the way he like preaches and teaches, it's like, there's no way you could not understand what he's saying because he really breaks it down. But it's really easy to misunderstand, right? So love requires forgiveness, but trust requires perfection. Let me say that again. Love requires forgiveness, but trust requires perfection. Not saying that you shouldn't trust people but you have to love them because if they fail you at some point, meaning that they uh, they won't be doing everything exactly how you want them to or how you envision. Instead of feeling betrayed and now having broken trust, we're going to go to Psalms 27 because everything that I say is going to be biblically backed up. Most of these verses, a majority of them, I got from service today. So you guys are going to be hearing, I guess, my version of what pastor said, you know. But I also did, you know, add a little other stuff there. I mean, I didn't plagiarize. <laughs> but I still wanted, you know, I still wanted to make it a little bit my own versus just, all right, boom, boom. Even though it's essentially me relaying his message. I'm relaying God's message because there's no way, there's no way he only wanted the people who go to Oasis to hear that. So I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm a microphone. That's all I am. That's all this podcast is really just a microphone. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go to Psalms chapter 27, verse 10, right? And we're on, instead of feeling betrayed and now having broken trust, meaning when you put your trust in man, it will get broken. You know, not every time someone will break your trust on purpose. Sometimes someone can have the best intentions, but it just may not work out in a way that you guys would think, right? And that's okay. That's why you're supposed to love people in case they fail you because God says that man will fail you. Psalms 37 chapter er, verse 10, LOL, says, Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Now, that was an NIV, but let's go to King James Version. Or, well, I got my Bible open. F page flip. Let's look at an AMP as well. So I said 27. Why did I go to Proverbs, LOL? Psalm 27, 
when my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. All right. Now in A.M.P. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Although my father and mother have abandoned me, yet the Lord will take me up, adopt me as his child. I read three different translations and none of them said if my father and mother abandoned me or maybe it says although it says when it says when going back to uh niv it says though though when and although meaning that he says it's gonna happen at some point your father and your mother aren't gonna do things that uh you maybe want them to do like maybe pay all your bills or give you extra money whenever you ask or this and that and this or that you know we all have our different variations maybe you call them and they don't pick up you know he, he, some 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 like that maybe they don't do what you want it says that it's going to happen and what is going to happen when that happens the lord will receive me the lord will take me up Mm-hmm. The Lord will take me up. Yet the Lord will take me up. Right? Now we're gonna go to Psalm 146. Do do chapter three. Or one forty verse three. Good job. Psalm 146, verse three. I'm just gonna look on my uh iPad. Actually, no, I'm gonna flip. Y'all are just going to have to deal with the awkward silence. I'm going to turn my pages and make sure I highlight this stuff in my physical Bible because it's important. All right. 146. Three. And King James, put not your trust in princes, nor in the son of man in whom there is no help. In who there is no help. All right. And in this one word, when it says son of man, the it's it's not capitalized. If you don't know when stuff is capitalized, it refers to, you know, God. It refers to Jesus, like a capital H and his or him, you know, or one. You know, when it's referring to God, that job is capital. But here nor in the son of man that is lowercase that is talking about humans who have been birthed by humans right and then in uh amp do not trust in princes and mortal man in whom there is no salvation don't trust in people who are not god because there is no salvation in man you don't help sometimes people might not always come through that's all right micah chapter 7 Verses five and six. Mm hmm. Micah chapter seven, verses five and six. Micah is five thirty three. That's four thirty three, four seventy one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. There we go. Seven three. Yeah. Three, five, and six. I said five and six. Good job. Trust ye not in a friend. Put ye not confidence in a God. Keep the doors of thy mouth from her that lieth in thy bosom. 
For the son dishonoreth the father, the daughter riseth up against her mother, the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. AMP 5 and 6. Do not trust in a neighbor because of the moral corruption in the land. Do not have confidence in a friend. Guard the doors of your mouth from her who lies in your bosom. For the son dishonors the father and treats him contemptuously. The daughter rises up in hostility against her mother. The daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the man, the men, members of his own household, right? Boom, Isaiah chapter 2, verse 22. Chapter 2, verse 22. Uh, uh, uh. I was looking at verse 2, good job. I was like, that's not right. Stop regarding man whose breath of life is in his nostrils for so little time. For why should he be esteemed? Jeremiah chapter 17. Mm -hmm. Chapter 17, verse 5. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in and relies on mankind, making weak, faulty human flesh his strength, and whose mind and heart turn away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right, and I'm just going to read the next one. For he will be like a shrub in the parched desert and shall not see poverty when it comes but shall live in the rocky places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land blessed i should have put this in my notes blessed with spiritual security is the man who believes and trusts in and relies on the lord and whose hope and confident expectation is the lord for he will be nourished like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear the heat when it comes, but its leaves and will, its leaves will be green and moist. It will not be anxious and concerned in a year of drought, no stop, nor stop bearing fruit. Right. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to highlight five. Mm-hmm, through eight, because all that was really good. And it tells you what happens if when you don't trust the Lord and you don't rely on the Lord. All that stuff, <laughs> right? You're able, instead of uh feeling betrayed and now having broken trust, you're able to give them grace and forgiveness. And I got a couple verses to back this stuff up too. Let's go to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. Mm-hmm. First Peter. Why did that? There we go. Chapter four, verse eight. I'm going to go back and highlight this stuff because I don't want to uh, slow it down. Right. Above all, and this is an AMP, have fervent and unfailing love for one another because love covers a multitude of sins. It overlooks unkindness and unselfishly seeks the best for others right? It overlooks a multitude. It Love covers a multitude of sins, right? That's unforgiveness, you know? That's really the biggest thing. Grace and under, under, blah, blah, blah. 
grace and unforgiveness, not being able to do that. Love covers both of those things, right? That's First Peter 4, 8. Let's go to Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. 21 and 22. Then, <laughs> this is funny. I like this one. Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how many times will my brother sin against me? And I forgive him and let it go up to seven times. <laughs> Just seven. Like seven is enough. Like that's the cap. Like no more than seven. Once I get to seven, I'm done forgiving them. Is, is that right? Jesus said, no, I say to you, not up to seven times, but 70 times seven, which, uh, you know, means endlessly. Keep going. Not a small amount, but a large amount. <laughs> right? Forgiveness. Forgive them whenever they deserve forgiveness. The same way God forgives us when we deserve forgiveness, right? Ah, why didn't I do that? First Corinthians chapter 14. Let me go back in my highlighted notes because I didn't write the verse in here. Do, 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 do. Mm hmm. Highlights. What is that? First Corinthians. First Corinthians chapter 14. I be highlighting a lot of stuff. I got to scroll. Maybe all up in my Bible. Okay, yeah. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14. Do everything in love. 16, 14. Then let me go to it. Because I've been trying, I've been working on memorizing my verses, y'all. I've been working on memorizing my verses. Yeah, I said it the right way. Do everything in love. Ah, period. And now Proverbs chapter 25. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do, do Proverbs chapter 25. Is it, <laughs> This is how fast if you go to church. You be like, hold on a second. Let me, let me write it down. That's why people switch to virtual Bibles. I, I, I understand. I get it. <laughs> I get it, but it's something about having a, a Bible in your hand, right? But 2519, like a broken tooth or a lame foot is reliance on the unfaithful in a time of trouble, right? So instead of feeling betrayed and now having broken trust, giving you all those uh, examples, you are able to give them grace and forgiveness and then doing all these examples and treat them like the human they are because we're just humans. Humans, we are bound to make mistakes. It's bound to happen. Everyone at some point in your life is bound to, to I guess, fail you for lack of better words. They're bound to fail you, you know, in your security. That's why, what look, Love requires forgiveness. Trust requires perfection. When you're trusting somebody, you are leaning on them. You, When you give somebody trust, that's you saying, I trust that you are never going to break whatever, you know, this is that I'm attaching you to, right? 
And that's how trust gets broken in humans, in relationships between, you know, maybe you and your significant other or like you and a family member. Family can 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 break your trust as well. It's not just about, you know, that type of romantic love, but just every type of love. You know, if you trust somebody's going to do this, you trust family's going to treat you a certain way and then that doesn't happen. Your trust is broken and then you feel like you need to hold a grudge against them forever. And this is how people get grown and turn into adults and still speak on how, you know, things in their childhood really messed them up. Bro, get rid of that grudge and move forward. Ask God for help. Ask him for strength. We be trying to do everything on our own. And that's how we get stuck in these loops for years and years and years. You know, I don't want to be stuck in a loop for years, Lord. I want to learn what I need to learn and then do your will and keep keep it pushing. I don't want to stay stuck. I don't like staying stuck and stagnant. Mm-mm. Right? Treat them like the human they are. You cannot put the same level of trust in man as you do God. The Bible says you can't even fully trust your friends. Jeremiah uh, chapter 9, verses 4 through 5. Let's go there. Jeremiah chapter uh, 9, 4 through 5. Beware of your friends and do not trust anyone in your clan. For every one of them is a deceiver, and every friend a slanderer. Friends deceive friends, and no one speaks the truth. They have taught their tongues to lie. They weary themselves with sinning. Now, clearly, all right, number uh, verse six, you live in the midst of deception. In their deceit, they refuse to acknowledge me, declares the Lord. Now, obviously, this stuff is, you know, speaking about, you know, this is a specific story. But this, this, this is, oh, it doesn't mean they're, uh, your friends are out to get you, but sometimes, you know, maybe sometimes you get on their nerves and they need to go and vent to somebody else. People do that. Most of us do it. And that's okay. Right? Sometimes you, yes, you, even with the bestie, you know, Sometimes you can upset them. You can maybe hurt their feelings. Maybe you could do them wrong, you know, transgress against them, and it really does hurt them, and they want to go to talk to somebody else about it. Sometimes that jive still happens. You know why? Because they're human. But you know what? That's okay. You can, ups- you can upset them the, the, the same way they upset you, and that's all right. Understand. You need to love them. With love comes forgiveness, compassion, grace, mercy, understanding. All that stuff comes with love. Understand that you can only fully, like completely, like wholeheartedly, like entirely trust in God. Let's go to Isaiah 31 chapter 1. Or well, pause on that. God is the only one who can truly keep his promises. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 31, verse 1. (laughs) 31, verse 1. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help. Woe to those who uh, go to man for help, who rely on horses, cars, who trust in the multitude of their chariots, multitude of their cars, or money, 
and in great in the great strength of their horsemen police force i don't know something like that but do not look to the holy one of israel or seek help from the lord right woe to those who go down to egypt for help who rely on horses who trust in the multitude of their chariots and in the strength of their horsemen but do not look to the holy one of israel or seek help from the lord woe to you who don't go to god when you're in trouble because then you just finna stay in trouble period right psalm chapter 20 verse uh psalm yeah chapter 20 verse 7 thought i said it wrong or seven some trust in chariots and some in horses but we trust in the name of the lord our god they are brought to their knees and fall but we rise up and stand firm lord give victory to the king answer us when we call boom how beautiful right and then next one proverbs uh he's the only one who could truly keep his promises job chapter 13 verse 15 job was a now job can trust god we can all trust god we we ain't we ain't dealing with that job treatment we ain't getting treated like job though he slay me yet i will hope in him i will surely defend my ways to his face verse 16 indeed this will turn out for my deliverance for no godless person would dare come before him mm. i want to highlight that one too indeed this will turn out for my deliverance wait hope in him and he will give you deliverance it right there it right there <laughs> right and then philippians chapter 3 verse 3 Mm-hmm. Chapter 3, verse 3. For it is we who are the circumcision, we who serve God by his spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus, and who have no confidence in the flesh. Though I gave though my I myself have reasons for such confidence, right? If someone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more circumcised on the eighth day the people of israel of the tribe of benjamin a hebrew of hebrews in regard to the law of pharisee as for zeal persecuting the church as for righteousness based on the law faultless Mm -hmm. right that's gonna go into something else and that's not what i'm trying to do right now so let's just bring it back to verse three and who put no confidence in the flesh trusting god not men he says it a lot of times these are a bunch of different verses, and some of them sound like it's just uh some of them sound like it's a continuation of the previous verse I just read. <laughs> right? You can't even trust yourself. Right? Does putting putting your trust in God require waiting? Absolutely. But when you wait on God, it'll be better than any decision you can make on your own. Right? You can't even trust yourself. Proverbs chapter three verse 9 or verse 5 trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding you can't even trust you baby you can't even trust you 
you got to trust in God. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. He will do it. He'll do it. Don't don't start getting impatient waiting on the Lord and miss out on your blessings. Right? Oh, man. Where is it? Wait on God and it will be better than any decision you can make on your own. Let's go to Psalm chapter 27. Mm-hmm. Chapter 27, verses 13 and 14. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. If you wait for the Lord, you will see his goodness of him, you know, of the Lord in the land of the living. A lot of the stuff is really right here. Every answer to the questions that we be having in life really do be in the bible bro you just buy a bible and boom you got a book with all the answers to your life <laughs> do you gotta go and find it yeah because there's a lot there's there's a lot of information in here that's not cap there's a lot of information in here but if you just take the time to go through it and learn the word of god and get closer to him you will find Every answer you need is in this book, whether you like the answer or not. Not God doesn't say nowhere that every answer he gives you, you will like and you will love it. No. He says that it's good for you. He cares for you. And he's not going to do anything that's bad for you, even if it hurts your feelings. Right? It says that he loves the he he the ones he rebukes is the one that he loves he gonna fix it he gonna call it out that way you can fix it right you can't even trust yourself sometimes our emotions can get the best of us and that's when we ask him for strength when we are weak let's go to philippians chapter 4 verse 13 hopefully you know we all become well acquainted to this verse i can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then 2 Corinthians verses, uh, chapter 12, verse 10. 2 Corinthians, blue, 12, 10. That's my birthday, 12, 10. That's cute. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, and in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. God's strength is perfected in our weaknesses because we have to rely on him. Because we have to rely on him. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know if you guys really feel how powerful that is, bro. <laughs> His strength becomes perfected in our weaknesses. That means you have to allow yourself to feel weak in order to truly feel God's strength. A lot of us do not want to allow ourselves to even feel weak. We want to think that we got it all the time. Oh, I could take care of this. I could do that. No, bro. You got to submit and give all that drive to God. <laughs> give all that drive to God. It's okay to lean on him in our times of trouble. 
He says, if we cast our worries unto him and trust, he will supply all of our needs. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or, or about your body, what you'll wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Verse 27, skipping down a little bit. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And then verse 34, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Don't worry about that. If you trust in him, he will supply all of your needs. He will come through as he always does, period. And then we're going to read the verse right before that. Verse 33 in chapter 6 of Matthew, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And then we're going to go to First Kings. This is the last one. First King, right? First Kings, because there is an S. Chapter 8, verse 56. So we scroll in way. Ah, why did you go to 7? Thank you. Way, 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 way down here. 36. Praise be to the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel, just as he promised. Not one word has failed of all the good promises he gave through his servant Moses. Amen. He always comes through. Then he will come through as he always does. You know why? Because God is notorious for having divine timing. He's always on time. Just because we think he late don't mean he actually late. That's just our perception of time. <laughs> he sees times way differently than we do. Right? But that doesn't, just because he doesn't work as fast as we want him to, doesn't mean that he's late. Sometimes it means that we're trying to be a little too early and we need to slow down and we need to back up and take a second and, and, and breathe and look in and that's okay amen i don't know i feel like i worked hard on looking for these verses even the ones that pastor gave me i I feel like i did some thank you lord because i was like lord are you sure (laughs) he was like you sure you want me to say this today and then uh i suddenly remembered about moses and uh Pastor was literally talking about it. And God is just so funny. He was like, girl, I've been trying to say this to you all day. <laughs> I was like, this is powerful. Are people really going to like, try and listen to this? Because I, I, I feel like I understand what he was saying. He was, he was like, I was talking to Pastor Rhonda. You think I should do this on Sunday? You think they ready for it? <laughs> Some of us aren't, Pastor. <laughs> Some of us got to read this and then get ready. You know? Because thinking like, what <laughs> God said, don't trust your best friend. Even the woman that you lay with, even the woman that you, you put your head on her bosom, do not trust, watch 
your words when you speak to her. He, it says it right there. Don't trust people. Love them. <laughs> That's what it's like, baby, do you love me? No. Or no, do you trust me? No, but I love you. <laughs> do you trust me? No, but I love you. Which means sometimes if you fall short a little bit, I'm going to forgive you. That's what this is all about. Forgiveness. And then we are going to go to our whispers of wisdom. Now, day 22. Today is January 22nd. It's my Pop Pop's birthday. Yay. Happy birthday, Daddy. I love my father. Man, I love all my fathers. <laughs> they take care of me. They surely do. All right, now day 22, prayer and praise. Pray to the Lord and praise him each day. What, I, what is this other one that pa Pastor Rhonda said this? Pastor Rhonda is Pastor Ed's uh, wife, a senior pastor right now. She said something that really stuck with me. I think I said this yesterday. I'm pretty sure I did. Praise facilitates access to God. Mm, prayer and praise. So pray to the Lord and praise him each day. When you want to get close to a friend, you spend lots of time with them, right? The same is true of God. To get close to him, you spend time with him. The best way to do that is through prayer and praise. When you pray, you can tell God all your problems. If you're having a hard time or are in trouble in school with your family or friends, Talk it out with God and ask for his help. Before and after reading your Bible, just ask God to make his words clear to you. He listens each time you call to him and he will help you. God always answers prayers. Always. God always answers prayers. God also loves to share your happiness. When good things happen to you, like getting a good grade on a test or raising your allowance, period, or that puppy in the pet store window. Remember to sing songs of praise to God. Praise him and thank him for allowing goodness in your life. Praise him for giving you a family to love, friends to care about, and happiness. If you're having a bad day and not sure what to praise, check out, this, check out songs and read one aloud to him. He loves to hear a word. He loves to hear his words from his children's lips. Afterward, you'll feel better and so will he. The way to grow closer to God is to share your life with him every day. Whisper of wisdom. Is any one of you in trouble? He should pray. Is anyone happy? Let him sing songs of praise. James chapter 5 verse 13. Right? And I'd also like to add this, even when things are bad, praise God, thank him for the pain. You know why? Because that pain is just inspiration for better things. It's just inspiration. That pain is going to motivate you to do something so well. Oh my goodness. I know when I have children, they're going to be so loved. Not that they wouldn't have been loved if I didn't go through what I went through, but there, I, I am just going to make sure to put so pour so much love and care into them. They're going to be like, my mommy loves me so much. 
and they, they are sure correct. <laughs> they show right. Because I surely do. Right? But I appreciate you guys and I thank you for listening. I hope this I hope this gave you guys something to truly think about and to really like realize and that way you could apply it to your life and be like, you know what? Maybe sometimes my girlfriend doesn't do what I want her to do. Or maybe sometimes they do this and I ask them to do that. Maybe sometimes my husband asks me to, you know, or I ask him to do some and they didn't do it the way I wanted them. Or I asked them and they did it and it just wasn't right at all. Listen, extend them some grace and forgiveness. You love them. Pastor said, <laughs> he's so funny. He was like, I've maybe read through the Bible once or twice. And neither times did it say God said to trust people. He specifically says, do not put your trust in princes. He says it. Don't put your trust in people. He says, love people as you love yourself. And that's why a lot of us need to work on self-love. Because it's hard to love other people if we hate ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't love somebody more than you love yourself. Because then it's not, it's not true. It's not accurate. You know, <laughs> they're just giving them fake love because you don't even you don't even have the capacity to love yourself, you know. So learn to love you that way you can love other people as you love yourself. That way it can be a true love, you know, but I appreciate you guys and I thank you. I hope this word touched your heart like it did mine. I was in church. I was I was praising. I was like, this is good. Oh, my gosh. This is literally a, a huge pastor was spitting when he gave this to us. But I hope it touched you like it touched me. I appreciate you guys for listening on this podcast. And I'll see you tomorrow. Have a blessed night.